All right. Hey, before we start this music, because I, my schedule got screwed up. Yeah, what, schedule got screwed up. Could one of you who's connected to the Twitter machine tweet out this show and the link, and then I can retweet it while I'm talking, but I got discombobulated naturally. So please, if you could do that for me, that would be very cool. And now I will start the show. Here we go. Of course, though, that only works if you and I are connected on Twitter. On now, which I think some of us are, about to witness. We are awesome. A crushing. A might. Aha. Of. The Eugene. S. Robinson. When you get discombobulated, you get discombobulated all around. This is round number one, two, two. Eugene S. Robinson Showstopper. This version, it, okay, cool. I will check out the tweet. Um, yeah. This is all about highway robbery and it's very manifestation. But uh, I didn't tweet the show out, so nobody knows it's happening, I guess. So let me tweet it out while Bob Riley from Stigmata plays us in. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, here we go. Thank you, Mr. C. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and Mr. O, too. Uh, I'll just say right now. Uh, live. Okay, good. Thank you. Could not see so clear, but I'm taking a real good look at you. I'm taking a real good look at your face. Oh, being paid back in full always nothing. All right, all right, all right, my friends. This was uh, it was a narrowly divert, uh, averted, uh, a narrowly averted disaster from top to bottom. This one twenty two. Let me explain to you just what happened. Uh, let me explain to you just what happened. Um, you have to set the time, you know. So you, when you go into YouTube Studio, they ask you to set the time. So at four thirty, I set four fifty because I go, oh, that'll be plenty of time. That'll be plenty of time. And so then I get the photo, and I got to write back to Albert Mudrian from Decibel Magazine, who had a question for me. And then everything, I hit the spinning ball of death and everything slowed down. 
And usually I put another photograph in there and I just had this one with the double birds. And then next thing I know, uh, hey, look, uh, Kasha, it looks like somebody's at the front door. Uh -huh. at, yeah, the front door. And next thing I know, uh, things are ringing, buzzing, and it's 4.50. And I don't have time to tweet out the show. So nobody knows. Uh, yeah, and she's, she's half-dressed running out to get the door. It's a discombobulated day. In addition to, if you want to go back in time, a la that movie, whatever that movie is, with Guy Pierce, where everything ran backwards. Uh, <laughs> if you want to actually go back in time, it, it, it about 50 minutes ago, before I started the show, I was almost actually fist fighting. It, memento, thank you. Fist fighting in the streets. You know, is, does it make sense that a guy in my position should be out fist fighting in the streets? But it's always the injustice of it all. I'm watching two guys. I'm watching a guy cross the street. I go, oh my god, that guy's crossing the street. I'll stop, and he stops. I go, oh, that guy is stopped. So I start pulling forward and say, actually, that guy was walking to meet another guy. So I miss the guy on the left side. And so I go, oh, so I stop and go, oh my god, the guy goes, yeah, you fucking asshole. I was like, hey, good, 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 good. Roll the window down, and the pregnant wife was like, you know, I, I got. So, uh, uh, who's it to? That's to her. So, uh, uh, so that's why it's been a discombine. And then before then, because I've been in the studio with Oxbow for three days, I was like, man, I, I, got, I got fat. Three days, I got fat. I got, I got to lose some weight. So I put on the 20, 20 pound, 25 pound weight vest and I go out and uh, I decide I'm going to run, but I'm going to run. I'm used to the vest now. I'm all right. I'm going to run fast. And so I start running fast and I'm running up and down these hills and, and I'm doing the sprint. And then at the end, I do a uh, hundred jumping jacks and I got a kettlebell and, I'm, you know, I'm doing rows and you know, push ups and the deep knee bends. And and this woman, uh, put, this car pulls up to me. And I'm like, hey, COVID, COVID, keep, keep going, keep going, you know, keep going. And they stop right next to me and they roll their window down. And I could just, I'm envisioning this this gaseous, billowing, gaseous, fucking COVID-laden air coming at me. And the woman says, excuse me. And I go, and I put on my fucking mask. And I go, sorry for the mask. You know, and she goes, yeah, okay. And then she kind of gets her mask, but she gets her mask in a display way. Yeah, I know, the Martin Lawrence thing, I didn't have on the sauna suit. I had on what I'm wearing now, actually. So she displays her fucking mask, right? Like displaying it, showing me she has it is enough as she <laughs> talks to me like this. And I say, okay, uh, uh, what, what, what do you need? I'm like, what do you need? She goes, well, uh, could you tell me where Google is? I go, over there. She, <laughs> she goes, the Google sign. Now she's got her husband and her two kids in the car and they are hunting for the fucking Google sign so they can take a picture. I want to say, do you go by the Ford factory? You're driving a Ford, got Nike sneakers on, you go by there and take a picture? Clearly, I guess Google is somehow significant to their lives. So she's asking me where the Google sign is. I say, right over there. She goes, what do you mean over there? I go, if I had a ball and could throw it that far, right over there 100 yards. And she's like, uh, well, do you have the address? She's asking me for the address of Google 
so she can put it in her fucking Google Maps and figure out where Google is so she can take a, a picture of the Google sign at Google. Right? So I said, if you go up this hill uh, about 75 yards at the fake stoplight and you take a right, it's about 100 yards down on your left. And she goes, where? I just gave you the directions. You go turn the car around and go to the corner at the top of that hill and you take a right. And when you get 100 yards down on your left hand side, there's a sign. And she goes, oh, hmm. Um, will you say right? And in the meantime, I got the fucking mask on and I've been doing 100 jumping jacks. I haven't wanted to eat before the run. I ran with the 25 pound vest and and the air was like, and I start to hear like a, a fear and bit lo, uh, loathing in Las Vegas. I start to hear that high pitched thing in your ear. And as the, the light starts going like flash bulbs. And I'm like, I realize I'm actually passing out. And then I go, if I fucking pass out now, this whole car full of fucking COVID laden, uh, COVID laden freaks are going to come start breathing on me. And more importantly, they're going to call somebody who's also going to show up and start breathing on me and, or they'll rob me. So I was like, just, I mean, it just, they're just beating me down. You're just beating me down. I was like, over there, <laughs> over there. And so finally they leave and I have to lay down in the back of the car in the back of the mini SUV. So I'm like, yeah. All right, so it's been a discombobulating day. And then of course, you did the Oxbow, uh, recorded 18 songs. You see, you don't realize what motivates a man. Go in Saturday, had this huge workload, and the whole time in my head, I'm thinking, I can't miss the fight. Can't miss the fight. He said, hey, you want to break for lunch? I go, nope. Hey, you want to come get some water? I go, nope. You want to take a break? Come listen to what we've done? I go, no. Line up the next one. Gabing, 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 like that old SNL with Phil Hartman plays of Frank Sinatra and they're doing duets. Don't have time to mess around. Song, 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 song. I got to get to the fights. It's like that time I did a, a spoken word show for the fight book at the Empty Bottle in Chicago. Cain Velasquez and uh, uh, Brock Lesnar were fighting at night. And I'm reading, and I'm doing this great emotional reading, but I'm looking at the looking at the clock, and I just start, start to talk faster, start to talk faster, and then pretty soon I finish the piece, and I usually I hang out. I say, "Hey, you all." Usually I hang around and sign books and stuff like that. But I'll tell you what's going to happen right now. What's going to happen is I'm going to grab that box of books and I'm going to run across the street because there's a fight happening now, and I cannot miss it. If you want to buy a book. Follow me across the street. So I jump off the stage, grab the boxer. The promoter's trying to pay me. I go, you bring the money over. I'm running across the street, and I get a seat like right in front of the TV. Kane Velasquez and Brock Lesnar. I got the books there next to me, and people are coming to buy them books. But they don't realize how I like to watch fights. Like, I don't watch fights the way some of you watch football games where you're talking and you're doing shit. I'm listening. I'm like, no, there's no talking. It's, it's like church. There's no talking, nothing. 
I'm dialed in. And then uh, uh, Kane knocks out, uh, beats the crap out of Lesnar. And I start screaming so much. It's like holding a note. I, again, and the light bulbs start. And they have these really tall bar stools that were like supposed to be really modern and aluminum. And you start to slide off. So I'm screaming so loud. I start to see this flash bulb because I'm passing out. And I slide down, fall off the, off the chair onto the floor. And these guys, five guys, follow me over from the ring, pick me up off the floor. They go, "Usually you're right. Yeah, I'm fine. They buy the books, and that was at night. So 18 songs, 18, about 17. And at the last second, the guitar player, he, he sprung a, another song on me, some acoustic thing. I'm like, yeah, come on, come on, come on. It's a long story to explain, 12 minutes, how I got here. And I screwed up the intro. I didn't talk about Huntington Beach. The city where you you know they likely to shoot you in a club as well as as well hit your car with a hammer. I didn't talk about Bob Riley intro all of nothing being our lead song on the record calling of the just by Stigmata still available from Revelation Records. Screwed up screwed up the, the timing for the whole show. It's all right. I'm here now. Commercials. I haven't checked to see how many. Last time I checked, there were like 14 of the Oxbow Hardcore shirts left. Oxbow dot merch table.com when these are done they're no more ever 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 no more of these it was just a, a fluke to begin with so uh i think the last ones that are left i think there's like one gray one like two two blacks and, and then the rest are, are white shirts i suggest you buy them unless you absolutely hate oxbow in which case don't 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 kill yourselves you know far be it from me so keep buying your clothes at the gap like you've been buying them you don't have to buy the oxbow shirts that's all i'm saying so, uh, um, no, Brock didn't like to get hit at all. So let's see. So uh, uh, let's see. Uh, did the commercials. Uh, Patreon.com slash the stomper or pinko95014 at yahoo.com if you want to donate money to the show. Uh, mom, 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 mom. You guys have been donating, so I don't have to. <laughs> that would be nice. I'd go for it for a second. Yeah, no, 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 no. If it's between a shirt and rent or a shirt and a sandwich, you got to take the sandwich or the rent because you can't eat the shirt and you can't live in it. Well, you could live in it, <laughs> but you couldn't keep your cat in there with you. Well, I guess you could keep your cat in there with you, but you couldn't keep your TV and your computer. In. Well, I guess you could, but it's a tight fit. So you do what you got to do. Uh -huh. But that's why I'm selling them because <laughs> I got to make the rent. Uh, the cat who came forward and said he was going to buy a new laptop so I don't have to use his duct tape 15-year-old monstrosity. Uh, he didn't come through. So, yeah, unemployment. Yeah, if, if only if only it could be gotten here in California. I'm still working, but the wife is trying to get the unemployment. And they say some guy actually figured out 150, 150 calls to get nowhere. 150 and counting. So that's how California is handling their unemployment Embroilio. But anyway, this is 122, and we're going to talk a little bit about highway robbery. Now, I don't know how many of you visited Fire Island last night. I'm sorry, is that not what it's called? Fire Island? Don't go in the bushes. Don't go. Don't go in the Isn't that, is that the song that the village people sang about? Fire, Fire Island. Isn't that it? Or maybe it was something on Nikonos, sir. Uh, Key West, something might grab you, something might grab you, hanging at the sandpiper. 
by, by which I'm trying to say, <laughs> by which, yeah, UFC 251, by which I'm, I'm saying that, 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 that there is there is no conceit more homoerotic than, than Fight Island. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, 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 Chris Farley and Adam Sandler doing that Bud, Bud Gay commercial um, where, you know, they, they open it up and the party comes out of the can. <laughs> and they turn it and go, all right. And there's a bunch of guys in swimsuits. I say, say Fight Island and I envision that. UFC 251. So if we want to analyze this the way some people analyze drugs, I, do I need these? Yeah, I don't think so. I think I can read the comments. I got to kind of squint a little bit to read the comments. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight out of a copy, too busy looking good. Yeah, uh, bullshit, Mr. Hand, man. If only. They should have found that place where they, oh, God. You know what? See, this is the difference between the bald one and me. What I would have done is find out where they set the uh, uh, Hans, Hans Island from Enter the Dragon, and I would have done it there. But of course, you know, I know, I know, uh, um, I know we have a lot of Eastern Middle Eastern money. Uh, well, I did have a lot of Middle Eastern money that goes into Uzi. I think up to Sheikh Tanun, with ten percent. So it seems like a natural fit, and probably the only place that I got invited to set well. I got invited to two places. Harp Magazine paid for me to go to Iceland to cover the Sugar Cubes reunion. And uh, Fire Island. Uh, well, Fire Island is in Long Island, and it was a big uh, uh, gay vacation destination. As were Mykonos, Key West. Uh, these are like a, a gay vacation tours, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I have to say, I would have found Hans Island. I would have done it there. And, uh, you know, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and I think I could have justified Fight Island because it would have been somehow a throwback, right? It would have been a throwback. So um, I, I wouldn't have done it there. So anyway, so we analyze these fights on the basis of drugs, right? We talked about that before. So waking up Sunday morning, waking up Sunday morning, like uh, I have to analyze the high from, from Saturday night, like that book by Alan Silito, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am an old jogger, but I was sprinting. Because uh, now California gyms have opened up again. Uh, I won't be training for another two weeks because I've been banned because I'm over 55. So uh, 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 now they have the mat segmented to nine different or 10 different segments. You have to make an appointment online and you drill with a dummy 40 minutes. You can't wait inside. You come in, you train, you leave. You have to be masked up and uh, you don't touch another human being. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty it was pretty pretty average pretty average week. But it, but you know, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, one hour appointment. Uh, yeah, so, but I have to say, I have to say, we were so close. Oh yeah, I didn't read the thing for twenty or four hour fitness. I guess you have to make an appointment. Well, I got the kettlebell in the back of the car, and so far, you know, yeah, I'm wearing a mask. I got several around here. One of you sent me a bunch of masks. 
One of you guys from Italy sent me a bunch of masks. Or no, I don't know if you're from Italy, but they're Italian masks. Because I only, what's, where's, only the best. The best here. Right there, you see, can you see? It says Como. Como. Antivirus and bacteria. Come on. <laughs> so, um, so, um, so, it, but it's funny how tincture, titration, all that stuff can make a big difference. And in this instance, the difference that it made, it was, it was like, let's talk about the last few minutes of The Departed. You know and I know. If that rat doesn't run across the balcony at the end, you like the movie more. Unless you're a dummy, unless you're a dumb, uh, and, and uh, COVID is just a hoax, hey, I got lots of guys who, who I do jujitsu. Gangers, you don't have to. There's, there's nobody like for 30 miles around where you live. Of course, you don't have to. You know, but um, I, I'm glad to have people who don't want to wear a mask, who live in states other than my own, keep not wearing a mask. Go ahead. South Carolina, Florida, looking at you, Texas. In fact, I'm more than supportive of people who want to try to outrun a bear but are not as fast as me. Try. You know, because 130,000 people, it always go more than the flu. I don't remember 130,000 people dying from the flu last year. I don't even know 130,000 people with herpes. And you know the circles I travel in. Yeah, yeah, goats and that kind of that I give you a quote. So, uh, uh, but that's not the point. The point is, the point is going, coming out of this fight, you know and I know. Titration. You know and I know that with a slight twist, slight twist, you feel better about the drugs from last night. And what, pray tell, is the twist I'm talking about? And right now, I'm just going to set it up from the beginning. Right now, let's say, is there anybody who really, in the comments, I'd like to hear it. Is there anybody that really thinks that Volkanovsky, Volkanovsky, Alexander the Great won that fight last night? Anybody? Anybody? I'm waiting. Comments. Anybody? Yeah. Now, okay, so, uh, all right, great. So we're, we're sort of on the same page. Now, I saw somebody in some other article, some publication somewhere, pleading for the, champ, the championship edge, by which I remember Ali, latter-day Ali winning fights like this, where it was like, okay, he's a champion. You want to be the champion. You have to beat the champion. You don't just last with the champion to get, to get the to get the. the uh, uh, to, 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 to get the belt. If you are just as good as a champion, the champion gets the edge by virtue of the fact that the champion was a champion. You know who that, who that wasn't extended to? That wasn't extended to Max Holloway the first time he fought Volkanaka, Volkanaka, Alexander the Great. You know? Um, so uh, I got into an argument with Steph and, and John Nash and they said, I'm crazy about that first fight. They said, uh, Alexander the Great uh, um, won it. I go, no, he didn't. And I'm, a see I'm seeing that, that Max kind of fought it, like he expected to get the championship edge. And I knew, knowing Max, um, yeah, knowing Max, I'm saying like, okay, he's, he's going to come back. 
And he's not he's not going to assume that he's got the championship edge. In fact, he doesn't. He's not the champion anymore. So he's gonna fight, and he fought like 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 a demon possessed until he got three rounds. And then it was just like, I don't need to put this guy away. I know I got three. The likelihood that this guy takes four and five, zero. And he didn't take four or five. He had some moments in five, but four and five. And then even if he took four and five, I got the first three. You know, so yeah, but it's uh, now it makes me a little paranoid, you know, and you know it makes me paranoid in the context of of you know, um, yeah, exactly. They were demoralized and shocked in the end. So why does this happen? Is it Israel that makes it happen? It, do they have plans for for down under where it seems like COVID has largely been beaten down in uh, 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 New Zealand, Australia? I, I, you know, I, I just I'm sorry. I got to go behind the curtain and I have to ask questions about why why this drug that I expected to do one thing did did something else. Why this sudden outpouring of love for and I don't know who these judges are. So for 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 Alexander the Great. He was like. He was like, you know, I hate the fact that people questioned my win last time. I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put an exclamation point at the end of this. Like hell, you are. That that was it. Is that the exclamation? Yeah. If it'd been one and one, that would have been, it would have been great. I would have bought. You know, that's the kind of work I can live. Anything that that leaves the trilogy, you took one. You took. And I and and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thinking, thinking, <laughs> thinking. Uh, let's see. Thinking like a crass commercialist. What does a jungle want? In this instance, a Holloway win. You got one for one, and the trilogy. The trilogy is 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 something you can bank on. Now you've got a diminished Holloway, and it's less that he's diminished, and more that he's thinking. I can't get a, I can't get a fair shake here. Why? Why? And if you if he wasn't paranoid before, it's like the great cover of that record uh, by the, the group, the Minutemen, called Paranoid Time. Take a look at that cover. Look it up. It's great. They're filming a, a western. It's a Raymond Pettibon illustration. They're filming a western, and uh, uh, on the way, like it, the female lead is there, and she notices the cowboy and all the directors all have guns. <laughs> And she looks at her holster and it's empty. Paranoid time. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think, he, I think he will. Um, but, you know, the, and also in the field of unintended consequences, if you think, if you think that, um, yeah, we played with the Minutemen back in, back in the day. And we had friends in common, but D. Boone was not nice. I couldn't figure out why. I didn't, I don't need people to kiss my ass. But it was that weird L.A. San Francisco antipathy thing. It was not very nice to me. Uh, who's a cat? The other, the bass player guy. He, he was all right. He was nice. And George Hurley, the drummer, they were nice. D. Boone was not nice. I was sad when he died because I liked their music, but I just couldn't figure out well, what is this L.A. thing? L.A. thing. You guys come up to Northern California with a bit of attitude. It's like when the guys from D.C. would come up to, to New York City with this attitude. New York sucks. Yeah, Mike Watt. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember his last name. Um, if you man, 
Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done that. I've never done that. I've never done that mean girl shit to somebody, right? Like somebody new comes into the environment and you start hazing them. Well, I just never did that. Never did that. It's always weird to me that people who would do it. Now I know, like I have friends from down under, and it's a good, na- good natured ribbing, like it's Sorrow Academy. It's a pirate ship. I'm okay with it. that weird stuff. New York sucks. Since when? We talking about guys from LA come to San Francisco? This and so, second best. <laughs> taking that shit from a guy from San Pedro. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Or like the uh, JFA, Jody Foster's Army, that record called Blatant Localism. But it's paranoid time because now, uh, exactly. But Volkanovsky, Volkanovsky, um, nah, Ian, Ian was a little different. Ian was always cool to me. I got nothing bad to say. Always from the very beginning, Ian was always cool to me. And one of the kind of weirdest highlights <laughs> of my life is, there's a knock on my dorm room door as I'm laying there in my bed. I don't know what I was doing, reading or something. And I go, yeah, come in. <laughs> and Ian and Alec Mackay walk in. What are you doing here? You do it in my room. I mean, you got to, in the days before internet and cell phones, that was very strange. But anyway, I digress. So Volkanovsky, what is the angle? Remember, from uh, that Austin Wells movie, Lady Lady from Shanghai. They're no tough guys. They're only guys with an edge. So what is what is the angle? Yeah, buddy. I think Khan's got it right. Um. Yeah, I think Khan's got it right. I think Khan's got it right. I, because I think I think, but I, it, I I think a couple of things happen. One, I think the Baldwin is genuinely annoyed that the trilogy has been ruined field of unintended consequences. What happens now is Volkanovsky, because Volkanovsky doesn't add any joy to that ticket. I don't think the guy has any constituency and at this point has less love than before. Nobody thinks he won that fight unless you're just a nut jumper. There are a couple of people who say, well, it was pretty close, man, my ass. So field of unintended consequences. If I'm the bald one, what happens next is Volkanovsky fights a killer. I don't know who in that division who you can pick somebody, go through the top 10. Steph is usually fast with that list. I don't have it handy. He fights a killer. I don't give, I don't care. The guy's 21 and one. I don't care. I'm going to say, like Hagen said, the Leo Cesar Chavez, they must have been Tijuana cab drivers. I don't know who's he's beating at 21. I, the guy's imminently beatable. I'm not seeing enough good stuff there to, to make me a believer. Yeah, he's a wrestling champ. Yeah, okay, that, that helps. That always helps. So he gets a savage. He get uh, he gets a savage in his next roundup. Yeah, possibly, possibly. He gets a savage in his next roundup. He loses the belt, and he gives uh, Holloway a cream puff, so that he can stay in consideration that he's not even that he's in the Phantom Toll booth, but his number is like two or three. Yeah, I don't I, I don't see him being able to make it by anybody but a bomb or, you know, a favorable judging thing. I just I'm not a believer. I'm not a believer. Yeah, I, I said, I'm not a believer. So next matchup, you got a I mean, because if you don't think the clock is ticking, the clock is ticking in terms of in terms of 
marketability and Q ratings. Dude's a champion and now defended as a champion. So if you don't think they're looking at up upticks and do not make the mistake of thinking they're not paying attention to that. You know, do not make that mistake. They are paying attention to those extra fight related things to, to begin with. That's why you have that's why you have Forrest, uh, uh, Forrest Griffith in TV commercials and you do not have uh, uh, Diego Sanchez in TV commercials. Yeah, exactly. So so Holloway fights a cream puff, keeping him with a low number in the Phantom Tobu, so he's next on the docket no matter what. Volk, is, Volk gets out of there because if I don't think he won the second one and I don't think he won the first one, why would I give a shit about the third one? I don't need to see Holloway beat him three times. And I don't want to be, I, I don't want to be a prick. I don't want to be a prick about this. But after all the talk where the guy was saying, I don't like that you question my win. I don't like that. That doesn't feel good. I'm going to put a, stand, uh, a period on this sentence right now and completely fails to do that. In fact, even the people who picked him to win, uh, uh, John Nash and Steph Haynes, said, no, 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 he lost that fight. He lost that fight. But the thing is, the judges, I don't think, talk to each other, right? So they don't know. So, you know, you got one guy, I don't understand it. And that's where, the, I mean, the evening was already slack before then, you know? Unlike The Departed, which generally I enjoyed the movie until the very end, the rat runs across the balcony, bing, I'm out, I'm, it's ruined. He has zero charisma. Yeah, there you go. Khan is from down under. Exactly. It's not like, hey, look, who was the guy that they, uh, who was the cat? Um, yeah, 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 boy. Oh, he'll, he, he will, he will. Yeah, exactly. I think I think Griffith has got it, that, that, that quality that the camera just loves him. And not everybody has it. Not everybody has it. And I know people who have been in positions like just desperate to try and they just don't have it. They can't, you don't want to. And usually it's one thing uh, Askren said and people called the guy a clown, but he's listened to it. And he was talking about Usman this week. And he said, the reason why people don't like Usman, why he's got no cachet is because he's not real. And people can feel that. And the reason why they like Masvidal is because he's real. And they can feel that. Uh, the old Hollywood adage is it, sincerity is everything. And once you can fake that, you got it made. Whatever. There's got to be a willingness to, there's got to be a willingness to, to reveal. This show is not a huge show. This show doesn't even register on the, on the, on the whole Joe game scale. The show stomper I'm talking about. Yeah, but there's not a single one of you who watches the show who don't believe that actually hanging out with me in real life would be any different than it is now, except I'd probably talk a little less. Some of you have actually bridged that, that, that gap and hung out with me in real life. Some of you by accident. Two or three of you in New York when I was down in Brooklyn Heights, just walking around. One guy hit me. 
and it ran all the way around the block. He's like, is that you? And came again and goes, hey, man, I don't want to interrupt. I was with a film crew from Ozzy. They were like, what the? I was like, yeah, baby. Knuckle up. And then I'm in Vegas, and Mr. R, I know he wants me to say his name, Mr. RG, it's like, oh, bought a drink. We hung out and had drinks. Now, I don't know what the, the mermaid is like. What is that guy? Little Ariel. He's got that show. He might be, it might be a one to one relationship between who he is and who he is on the show and who he is in real life. But you know what you're getting? So if you don't like who he's in the show, why would you want to hang out with him in real life? My point is that, that Askren was dead on with the take on Usman, but Usman heard it and read it and took it. He wasn't doing that weird stuff that he was been doing his whole career this fight. He was just Usman this fight. He was actually just Usman. Didn't come in with the stunner shades and the states in the U.S. I think I've been to everyone but Alaska. It's a random question. Why? <laughs> so yeah, so he did come in with the stunner shades and the fur jacket, and he he didn't have to do that. He's just you know, I'm just me. I'm, and I'm fully, I'm fully down with people experimenting with different identities. And even though the the triple C so, so judo thing was kind of wearing thin, I, I like the fact that it, it was later revealed in his retirement speech that he was somewhat conscious of the ledger domain. He's like, yeah, I do it badly, but at least I know what I'm doing. That's okay. I got it. I don't have to like your act. But the lack of it, you know, not to speak ill of the dead, Chuck Norris, you did Chuck Norris is not dead. Yeah, whatever. The guy's got zero charisma. But he just hung at it long enough in his favor. Zero charisma. Hung, uh, 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 you know, hung at it long enough and actually is a real student of martial arts. He's taking Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So the guy gets my love. Yeah, self-awareness. That's the word. Of, yeah, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. I'd rather have somebody who's self-aware than somebody who's not. It was a great line that Rollins had. Uh, my judgment becomes affected. And before I even know it, I start to act like a dick. <laughs> you know, to thine own self be true and know thyself. These things somehow fit together. Anyway, that the Volkanovsky Holloway fight was bullshit. Soured my whole evening. Um, and, and it affected how I viewed the last fight. And look, and, and I give I get hats off to Usman. I picked Masvidal to win because Masvidal was a friend of Knuckle Up, a folk who way back took the time for me, didn't need to. A couple of interviews, good stuff, old Knuckle Up. I, I would never have picked against him. Don't give a shit. But Usman put, put, did, did a Randy Couture, Randy Couture specifically against uh, James Tony, where there was a temptation to say, and I'm sure Masvidal was banking on it, was like, yeah, you want to stand up and strike with me? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, I'm getting to that with indie films. And stuff. I, I'm getting to that. So, you know, so uh, he, did the, he did the couture thing. Yeah, I wanted him to try to swing it, and he, did, he tried a little bit, but he tried a little bit to set up what, what essentially was uh, wrestle mugging. And I got to go back to, I got to go back to Diaz brothers on this one. If you think laying on your problems for 25 minutes is fighting, then okay, good for you. Laying on your problems for 25 minutes. But a couple of things happened. One, 
is that he was really him. So he gets a point for that. Two, he did the couture thing and fought a smart fight, wrestle mugging. Points for that. Two. On the debit side, it was a fucking boring fight. So you can win by losing and you can lose by winning. Yep. So Masvidal lost the fight. Yeah, he took on six days notice. Yeah, I know, on the foot stopping. Foot stopping with other stuff, I don't mind. And I think they shouldn't have gotten rid of headbutts. Sorry. Chemo ruined headbutts for everybody where he headbutts some guy bloody. And at the end of the fight, the guy's nose was broken and he was bloody. And, and Chemo's face was all bloody. And they just decided it was a bad look. Don't tell me it's not a le legitimate technique. I just think the, uh, the obvious play of the play of obvious damage was too much in the ballroom. Goes it's an ugly look. We're gonna get rid of it. It's illegal in boxing. We don't need it. He, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He will not. He, he, but the, the thing is, they don't need people in the seats now. That's not that's not the issue. Given the deal they have with ESPN, we don't need them. So so he fought. So I think Usman lost by winning. But he didn't lose much. And I think Masvidal won by losing because six days notice and and he got the money. He got the money. We all know he got the money, but part of the money probably included in NDA. So we can't talk about the money he got. That's fine. My question, as I said on 121, is, is it enough money where suddenly there's not so much vinegar in his line of attack? And you know that's what's going to happen. I just hate to say it. This is the reality of an individual contributor sport. You give Johnny Boney Joni 15 mil for his next fight, he stops militating for better fighter pay. And that's ultimately why the Baldwin will win this. Yes, he did keep the belt. Uh, the Baldwin didn't sign off on it. At first, uh, Usman was like, yeah, and I want make sure you bring that BMF up because I want that too. And the Baldwin's like, no, no. Poured cold, cold water on that one right away. So, so you know, so Usman, it, it, you know, it, uh, I mean, first of all, I don't think he's getting by Gilbert Burns. And I think that's next in his dance car. I don't know how long this COVID thing We'll keep Burns out of the picture, but he's not getting beyond Burns. And in the classic matchup between a guy who's a great striker and a great grappler, you don't like it. Some people won't like what I'm going to have to say, but I'm going to say um, that great boxer, great grappler, that maintaining up, you know, wrestle for top that the great wrestler brings to it. But wrestlers ignore jujitsu, and this guy's gonna win. You can be an NCA, you can be an Olympic wrestler. How many submissions do you know? How many? Not as many as Gilbert Burns. So who knows how long Gilbert Burns will be 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 racked up? I do not see him. I do not see him um, uh, losing to. Uh, to, uh, to Usman. Don't see it. Don't see it. 
and people people fight differently with people they train with and they you know on the same team as well. No, I missed it because I because the fights took six hours. Uh, how long do you? Also, I've been getting a lot of grief. This is just an aside, and I want some sort of informal vote. I've been getting a lot of grief over Joe Rocket. Yeah. Even John Nash's dad was like, I like that Eugene guy, but I can't stand the dick. And I'm getting I'm getting the heat. I'm getting the heat for the dick. So if you remember, I've had other posters in the background. We used to have Bobby De Niro. I've had other posters. I got other stuff around here. Pro dick, anti-dick. In the comments, let me know. So Masvidal comes out. He 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 showed up. He saved the fight. Yeah, fuck you, that's why. <laughs> he saved the fight. He got paid. Will he stop militating for greater fighter pay now that he's getting paid? Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. People keep saying, oh, Eugene, you know, you might actually have more mainstream, wider appeal if you, you know, if you 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 you, you hit the dick. It's like, ah, you know, that's not a dick, man. That's an, a pen and ink illustration. People who pay too much attention to that dick, they got something going on in your head. I don't know. Is there something going on? I don't know what's happening there. You know, a little bit of something going on. I think that's why I do it. It's like that great scene from the movie Magic where he tries to make Anthony Hopkins put Corky down for five minutes. It's the most excruciating 90 seconds you've ever seen. Great movie, Magic. Anthony Hopkins and Margaret Burgess Meredith, watch it. Pretty much any movie with a ventriloquist dummy, yeah, yeah, it get, gets gets it in my book. Yeah, yeah, most people, yeah, you stop, you don't even pay attention anymore, right? <laughs> so, so this is what Masvidal stays trenchant. He he gets he keeps his money. The money the money buys him off. That's the thing. I hate that, and I don't think that the guy keeps militating because he says, I mean, honest to God, he, McRapist, Johnny Bonigioni, Triple C, the bald one cuts deals with them. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. That's what I say, Con. That's what I'm telling people. Also, Con, listen, I, I wanna, uh, I'm gonna text you after the show is over. I have, a, I have a third option, man, because I'm actually terrified to get to the. To have to deal with somebody at the places where money orders are done, you know, I'm getting skeevy, skeevy, fucking skeevy. So I want to wire it to you. That's what I want to try to do. But we'll text after the show. So I, 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 uh, I, I think, in other words, I think they'll get bought off. But I think it's okay to get bought off because if you go from twenty, if you go from twenty percent. The 25% and that fucking 5% congeals around uh, Triple C, Masvidal, the Diaz's, Johnny Boney Joni, the cats who really do move the needle. And why, you know, who's going to complain? Who's going to go? What? Pena? I love Pena, but, you know, who's going to, I mean, you know, uh, or, or, or Mike, Platinum Mike Perry, the beater of old men. Everybody's like, oh, what do you think is going to happen? He should be, what do you mean what's going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? My response was back. Raper says what? Which is old junior high school thing. Dickhead says what? He says what? <laughs> Dickhead says what? What? 
No, I'm talking about wiring straight to your bank. But then I get we'll talk about it in the tech. So um, uh, what can I say? What can I say? It was a bad night of drugs. Still, yeah, I, I still see Masvidal as being as being uh, pretty much we watch anything with Masvidal at this point. That's the reality of it. I think Usman himself is situation dependent. And I don't think with Gilbert Burns snapping around, I don't think he keeps it. For reasons I've stated having to do with wrestling versus jiu-jitsu. You ever, yeah, I love these guys as wrestlers. A couple of guys, state champion wrestlers came and trained with us. Automatically flips to their, flip to their bellies, rear naked choke. Really nice. I mean, the simplest submission you could get on a wrestler, but they make the mistake all the time. Jose Aldo. I, I've never had the occasion to spend any time at all talking about Leon Roberts. And you know me. And I'm one of those guys. I'm like a damn Mergliata guy. Let him fight guy. I let him fight. He hasn't taken enough punish. <laughs> no, he wasn't dead. No, he wasn't. You know how I know he wasn't? Because when they call the fight off, the usually guys popping up like a jack-in-the-box complaining about the stoppage. All those stayed turtled up well beyond. They don't want to show a guy not getting up, but they don't want to show a guy getting up bad, but they really don't want to show a guy who hasn't moved in the same position he got beaten into, like he got thrown out of a plane. This, in my mind, for those listening on the radio, my hands are on my side of my face and my fingers. That doesn't constitute that doesn't constitute intelligent defense. This is not intelligently defending myself. It's moving, but movement is not intelligent defense. As the old man who fought Mike, old man in the sea, the old man who fought Mike Perry might have figured out. If you are going to be an old man and scuffle with younger men, you need to have what they talked about in Lady of Shanghai in Edge. <laughs> yeah, Santos. <laughs> Santos, I talked about Santos earlier on the Care Don't Care. Santos was a genius. You know who should he, needs, he needs to talk to? He needs to talk to Chris Weidman. Gowlighter General Chris Weidman. February? That's the wrong way to play the rules to your favor. Oh, I got hit in the nuts. Oh, I got beat in the head. Oh, I got a nut shot. Two points. Dude was done. Mr. Undefeated Record, done. And I'm looking at Santos, and Santos going, he was like soccer player perfection. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, my God. 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 And you know what? 100%, man. 100%. Soccer player all the way. I'm doing it. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see the neo-Nazi tattoos. But, you know, it's because I'm watching the fights on this. Right? So, I didn't see that. Oh, oh, you got me. Can I win? Screw that, man. It's like when that MMA fight I had when I was too, I was too uh, heavyweight. I was 225 fighting a guy who was like 240, beating the slop out of me. The guy had the vines in, postured up, 
bing, bing, bing. He was like playing the anvil chorus on the side of my head. And at the last time, I suddenly moved. And he hit himself in his own eye with his thumb. Couldn't continue. Ah, that was my favorite win of my brief uh, uh, 11-fight MMA career. <laughs> yeah, the other fight I lost was the uh, guy from the mental institution in Napa who choked the shit out of me. Naturally, a guard at a mental institution would beat me. Perfection. So, yeah, so uh, uh, although, you know, he had to do it, man. He had to do it. He had to do it. I think it was a dirty Harry moment. I got to know. I got to know. And uh, Petter, Bjork, uh, Jan, he just, in my mind, toying is, is yeah, toying is not, is not um, what he did. I think Bjork was like, ah, let him have his three rounds. And then, you know, I don't, it was, it was kind of like when Matt Hughes had Hoist Gracie. And you could see he had him in an arm bar. And he's like, I'm not going to break the guy. I'm not going to break the arm of the guy who taught the people the arm bar. I'm not going to do it. You just say, I know I can win this fight without it, so screw it. And even a scumbag like Matt Hughes even had the decency to switch midstream. Same. I think Jan was like, let the old, let the old man play. Yep. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. So I nobody wants to see that. But I think I think sometimes you need that. I think Aldo needed it. Like somebody said, I think it was this thing. I hope you got a huge load of jack for that. You do not need to be in there anymore, man. You it depends on how comfortable you feel with decline. That's the issue. How does does decline does decline encroach enough on your understanding of yourself that that it, it, it's going to discombobulate you to the extent that you can't, you can't, it, it denormalizes you. Yep. Yeah. You know what? No, 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 no. People are talking. I don't know whether it was you who mentioned it uh, in the Twitter machine about, uh, uh, hate the player about him going bare knuckle. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, that seems like a, that seems like you know hitting every. It's like turning a ping pong table upside or a pinball table upside down, and the ball just bounces on every stop on the way back. I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to see it. You know, the guy's not that old though, and he's got that Mayweather thing happen. Like, what do I do now? Think Jose Aldo's gonna make a hip hop record? No. What do I do now? I don't know. But this no sucks. What can you say? What can you do? Don't know. Don't know. Don't know, man. I, I, but I don't want. I don't want to see him fight. So who else? Who else we got? We got the uh, um, cat from uh, Czech guy. Yeah. Let's just call him the Czech guy against uh, Volka and Uzumit. Uh, uh, Swissman. Pizza man from Switzerland who got put to sleep for the first time ever by the check guy. Cashing checks. Check cashing. Hey, I'm getting close. He's got a nickname in there somewhere. Um, and now they're doing crazy talk about him against Johnny Boney Joni. 
very possibly, I would say two words. Jerry, yeah, yeah, that's right. Two words. I would say Johnny Walker. He's got that same unorthodox thing. He's talking to the guy. He's jipping and jiving and jooping and ducking and these. And he can he can take a shot. And he can give a shot. Johnny Walker. You heard the name recently, Johnny Walker? You haven't, have you? Why do you think that is? Let the guy fight a few other people at light heavyweight. Let the Johnny Boney Johnny thing work itself out. You don't come up with his money. He's like, uh, the bald one is like, yeah, that's a that's a matchup. We could have those guys in there break dancing against the, 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 the they could be doing the robot. That would be fucking great. You know you'd pay to see this. And the bald one recently is trying to put some salt out on Johnny Boy Jones game. Said, well, if you if you all knew how much he really made, that would change the narrative. Nah, 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 nah. Don't give me that. We know how much you make, and it hasn't changed the narrative. We still hate you for that Malibu beach house. Oh, since when is it against the law to be rich in America? Ah, you know what? <laughs> how many Malibu beach? You got the compound in Vegas. I guess actually it's Fertitta that's got the Malibu beach house, the thirty-six million dollar Malibu beach house. But you know what? How much? What? Wait, I got like a twelve hundred square foot house. What? I don't know. No, I I don't know nothing about no beach houses. Okay. But you know, you come to a deal with Johnny Boy Johnny, and it all depends on you know all of the cards, all the tiles could shift because you realize that Johnny Boy Johnny's got the Captain Ahab thing going with with DC. So a lot depends on what happens in the August 15th fight with uh, Stipe. Yeah, the current wage divide is, is, is tough. It's just tough to square yourself with. It's tough to square yourself with paying to watch the fights when you know it's going to Malibu Beach House. Paige Van Sant. Um, Paige Van Sant. Um, you know, I talked about it on... Uh, yeah, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. But you know, it, you, you gotta understand, DC doesn't have, still doesn't have a lot of cachet. He, he still can't figure out why people boo him. He doesn't have to be popular, but the fact that he wants to be popular makes us want to reject him. But he's not—he's not been complaining, and he's not vocal, and he's as close to a company guy uh, as they're gonna get, as high as he is. So I think the jungle would like him to win. Yep. That's true. Like I've said before, in, in the bald one's defense, that, you know, a hundred of us given the same looks don't create the same what he's created. I even you could even bring back the Bob Meyerson and, and, and Peretti, bring back the guys who started in the first place. They don't even do it. Even if they don't sell, they don't do it. It was a connection with the Fatitas that made it possible. Kept it high profile enough. For them to make the TV deal, and that was that. So, Johnny Boy Johnny maybe gets maybe gets paid, bought is how I'm going to put it, because I don't think any of these guys are going to keep militating for for better fire fighter pay when they are the fighters getting better pay. If you know what I mean. So uh, they could put uh, they could put Jerry uh, a couple Jerry against Johnny Walker or somebody mentioned Anthony Smith. Those are those are fights that have some cachet. DC, 
it's better it's better for the bald one if DC wins this one because Stipe has been a, a cranky champion. Hasn't quit his job as a as a fireman, complains about fighter pay. It was clearly the way to go. But the question remains DC versus um versus Stipe. And you know what? I still have I still have facts and figures and rhymes and riddles and all the alchemy that goes into analyzing it prior to August 15th. But I have to say right now in my heart of hearts that I'm feeling Stipe. I'm feeling Stipe. You know why? Because that means DC retires with no light heavy, no light heavyweight championship. He he retires an effective a decamped double champ. Yeah. Which is okay. I think I think if, if they were if the UFC were to make a turn to a new CEO, I think DC people don't like him, but very few people hate him. He knows the sport, got cachet, could speak about it, agreeable. Right? He's like a Scott Coker, but who fought. And tonally, tonally, I think it'll be a welcome antidote to however many years of steroid-fueled, coke-addled, uh, you goofball, douchebag, that, 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 that street stuff that is unnecessary. Yeah, I know. So DC, say, let's look at it that way. So DC beats beats, beats Stipe. What does that do? He retires with the belt. Stipe stays in to fight who to regain the belt. Or does he stay at all? And what does Johnny Boney Joni do? Supposedly, if they make a deal with him, does he go to heavyweight and he fights who? Anthony Rumble Smith. Uh, Rumble Johnson, sorry, looks like he's lost complete interest. Either the weed business is treating him really well or he just doesn't have it. They're not interested in fighting again. So that's off the table. Now, ring rust is real. You can't, bro, you can't sit out for, yeah, Johnny Boney Jr. and and Francis Ngannou, but if if Ngannou loses to Johnny Boney Jr., essentially, you know, why would you have Johnny Boney Jr. destroy your heavyweight division? I'd like to see Stipe again with with uh, Ngannou, who's not so uh, starstruck, scared this time. Maybe there. I mean, heavyweights. There are enough heavyweight matchups that are cool. This cat, Yair, the, the yeah, Czech Casher, him against Johnny Walker, Red or Anthony Smith. There's some juice there. Stuff to keep it solvent. But you're gonna have to work out the pay issue. And if you're going to pull a trigger again on any of the Diaz's, now's the time, man. Now, now's the time. You want to you wanna play chicken with these guys? They're not playing. You want to see what, what Masvidal is bringing to the game? You know you get that with the Diaz brothers. We're in the last five years of, them, of, their, of their solubility. Yeah, yeah, he will. I think his head is on straight now. Francis and Buck. But I, the bald one, I think he's gonna is gonna take the uh, Bob Arum way, the Don King way, and I think he's like, we don't need you. 
And fundamentally, he's right. None of us said about the fight yesterday, the Diaz is not fighting, it's a fake fight. Why are we going to watch? The Diaz has watched the fights. I mean, Nick, fundamentally, never, he always talked about how he hated fighting. He likes martial arts, doesn't like fighting. Different story. So there we are. 251. I would have called it a snooze fest if it didn't seem so sour grapey that I came in last in the rankings. John uh, Nash came in first, 8 0. Steph came uh, second, I think, with 7 and 3 or 7 and 2. And I 7 and 3. Yeah, I have Bolsonaro's got it. <laughs> you know, Sorrell knows 100 people who have it. He goes, only one has died in Brazil, back in Brazil, his uncle. So, uh, I, you know, UFC, it was lacking. It was lacking. It was slacking. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. And to a certain degree, I'm not going to make the mistake of holding the cats responsible. It's not Usman's fault that it was lacking. It's not Holloway or Volkanovsky's uh, uh, fault that it was lacking. It's some combination of, of COVID, you know, the Baldwin being too crafty by half, you know, people not being able to have real training camps. Yeah, yeah, you nasty. You know, he's hanging around with the oleander bushes behind the 7-Eleven. You know, they got him gassed up back there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, keep in mind, keep in mind, my issue is I feel slightly better if Holloway wins the fight that he won. And the Paige Van Sant thing, and I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up the Paige Van Sant thing. You look, she's in the last fight of her contract. She's been complaining about money. They've let her go. I would feel greater sympathy for her if she wasn't part of that whole Paige Sage, oopsie positioning, America's Sweethearts bullshit. They somehow thought it would be a spear point of wider acceptance and acceptability of the sport that I just thought sucked. All American sucked. They never, you know, all American in the bald one's head from Bean Town is always the same thing. You know, blonde haired, blue eyed thing is all American and, you know, whatever. Page was a little bit more legitimate than Sage Northland. What Northland? What Northland? A little bit more. I like Sage as a kid. Yeah, yeah, okay. But he, you know, he got his face cracked in half. And yeah, exactly, exactly. She got the Joe Silver booking, and I think that's what Volkanovski is going to get next for ruining the trilogy. It wasn't his fault that he ruined the trilogy. It was a judge, judge's fault. But if you don't think he's he and the Sheik Tanun are reaming out judges right now for that call, I think you'd be making a mistake. Yeah, all these other sports, you could have these football games, but you essentially have to quarantine your entire team, which you could do on a campus. Football is a football player fraternity got the arsonist got on Stanford campus, burned it down mostly because of all the possible acts of uh, date raping that happened there. They have, we get, does not designate a house and they play in empty stadiums. How much money do you make at your gate? That's the issue. So Paige got the, the California shuffle off the stage. Uh, and uh, But however, 
the champion. <laughs> no, Seth, to answer your question, I'm not even going to print it. I finally figured out, I finally figured on the 10th Avenue freeze out. Somebody told me, don't, don't, Eugene, don't. Just don't. I got, I got you. So 10th Avenue freeze out. So, you know, uh, Amanda Hebus. Oh, my God. He, oh, my God. She is now, you know, the thing is, she's like America's sweetheart. In my mind, her spirit was all American. The Baldwin will never think it because she's Brazilian, but she was pitch perfect. Oh, my God. Huge fan now. I just, I, I, I've watched, I would sit down and watch her, her post-fight uh, interview again and again. It was curating through the roof. It, charisma, affecting, oh, my. You don't even have to watch the fight. Her jiu-jitsu is great. Don't even watch the fight. Just watch the post-fight interview. Amanda Hebus, new, new. And uh, uh, nice to see Rose back. Slick as shit. Undid the damage from the first. Took it from Andrade. Perfect. And I don't remember any of the fights in the card, so we're done. Thank you for listening. Uh, this week, I don't know what. Last week, I had uh, I tweeted out through the Twitter machine. I shot Andy about me shooting my friend Andy when I was a kid. It's on the Twitter machine. If you haven't seen it, let me know. I can repost it. Yeah, I like that. Went straight for that arm. Straight for the arm. That's the name of the game. Uh, so I had the uh, I shot Andy piece. I had the piece about the serial sex offender Bill Cosby uh, trying to shit can Janice Ian's career. I had the neo-Nazi piece uh, eight days ago. Uh, and so these all go out through the Twitter machine. I think the sex column, Sex with Eugene, uh, hits tomorrow. I'll tweet that out Tuesday night if the shoes fit. Monday afternoon, Care Don't Care preview. We talk about Wednesday's fight, which is kind of a dog, and we talk about Saturday's fight, which is also kind of a dog. Uh, if you make it through all those, we'll see you Sunday. Do not die. Yangus, I'll text you right after this is over. Yeah, yeah, you know, sex with you. You know, somebody, some woman named Emily tried to steal it. Uh, you can't talk, copyright a title. I'm going to let her live with it, but whatever. I had it. Had it for 10 years. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Tweet it out. What is it? What is it? Alexi said, go up to the little notification thing. And then, and then and hey, hit the button so you subscribe and you get notified of future shows. And, uh, yeah, don't die until next Sunday. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening, watching, whatever you guys do. And like they always say, look what you made me do! I'm dizzy again. Oh, the light.